Did the Dolphins prove they are legitimate contenders in the AFC? And you know what? I would love to do the honors here because one thing I like about this Dolphins team and to answer the question, yes, they are legitimate contenders. I love the defense because they are scrappy and opportunistic. I want to focus on defense right now. I feel like I talk a lot of offense. Claire, you know, I'm an offensive guy. I love offense. You know, I could watch offense all day. But I want to stay focused on defense because, believe it or not, Zach, when we had our show and we dropped the graphics, I had Miami winning the division over Buffalo. Now, I would admit, time passed. I backtracked a little bit. Still had them a playoff team, but I backtracked. I copped out. I'm not going to lie, I copped out. But at the same time, the graphics is over there, so it's still going to make me look good. Uh, there was a feeling that I had when it came to this team. You know, when you look at the Dolphins, Zach, when you look at the last two years, they always had a form of dominance for a stretch. They haven't been always able to keep keep it together and piece it together. But two years ago, five and two at one point, and then they started to sputter and lose and lose a little steam going into the playoffs, which they didn't ultimately make then last year although they started all bad six straight losses i think they were like zero and six they won seven straight after that it's hard to win seven straight games actually more harder to win seven straight than to lose six straight in the nfl we talking about here it's so hard to win seven straight games so i looked at those stretches and i'm saying to myself they have moments where they look like one of the best football teams in the national football league but what was missing and I said to myself, what was missing was probably the confidence of Tua and the coach's confidence in Tua. But I promise defense, I'm going to come back to that take in a few minutes. Defensively, in this game and throughout the season, they going to give up yards. They're not a shutdown secondary, right? They gave up 497 yards in this game. But when they need stops, they always come through. When they need turnovers, they always come through. You know what was impressive about that comeback against the Ravens two weeks ago? It was not that they was down 28-7 to and Tua just, just had this miraculous performance and it was his coming out party. No, it was the fact that they stopped Lamar Jackson that many times to allow Tua to win the game that way. It was the fact that in this game right against the Bills, third and fourth quarters, the Bills had like 10-minute drives. Guys was gassed because of the heat. And y'all know they play in that stadium. I get it. But heat affects everybody. Weather affects everybody to some capacity, right? And the fact that they had guys dropping down like flies and they were getting dashed and the defense should be tied out there on a, on a football field. But yet, when they needed two red zone stops, they got it. That's why I believe this Dolphins team is a legit AFC contender because that defense, yes, they're going to have their flaws. But they're great where they need to be, which is not breaking, but making sure you give your quarterback as much opportunities as possible to win the game. And, yeah, they start up slow. But when you have a defense as a Dolphins, and Claire, I'm not letting them off the hook. They got to start faster. But I like what I see primarily from the defense, and that's why the Dolphins are contenders, in my honest opinion. Yeah, so uh, you made a lot of really good points about the Dolphins, and I'll get into them shortly, but I had a few thoughts on the Bills, actually, to start off this one. And I'll start by saying this. A lot of people going into this season, we spoke about it all offseason, how improved this AFC conference is with all of the moves made in the offseason. And even with that being said, it seemed to me, and I don't know about you, Will, but 
everyone was picking the Bills to either come out of the AFC or win the Super Bowl. And then weeks one and two happen. They go to LA and have an awesome ass-kicking win over the Rams. They do the same thing against the Titans on Monday night. They win 41-7. to And people are talking about this team like they're the 2007 Patriots. And as impressive as those two wins were – Especially with what we saw last year from Buffalo, I always I, I was just wondering, like, is this sustainable? There is no doubt that when the Bills are on and when they're playing their best football, yeah, they're really hard to beat and they probably are the best team in the NFL. But we have no evidence that this team could put together a consistent four or five game stretch of great football because last year they would have some games where they looked great. They looked unstoppable. And then they would have other games like against the Jaguars where they were held to three points or in uh, the week, the opener last year against Pittsburgh, where they couldn't score. They will, they lose that game. And it's interesting because I think there was a scenario in this game where the bills could have lost with all of their injuries in the secondary, right? Unfortunately, Micah Hyde announced he's out for the season. Jordan Poyer doesn't play. Tredavious White, he hasn't played yet this year. There could have been a scenario in this game where Tua, just like he did against Baltimore, threw six touchdowns again, and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are out here just cooking the Bills secondary. And if Miami would have won like that, I wouldn't have really have uh, felt that worried about Buffalo because it's like, oh, their secondary is hurt. We expected them to do that. But Buffalo lost this game because their offense got stuck in the mud when they were controlling really the majority of the game. They had a 20-play drive that resulted in three points, which was then followed by a 17-play drive that resulted in no points. But the real reason why Buffalo lost was because they did not play good situational football. At the end of the first half, Josh Allen almost throws a pick six because on the snap before, it was weird. He tr- like tried to spike it, but the, they, he fumbled the snap and he almost threw an interception because of it. And then they have first and goal from the two later in the game. And they can't run the ball. I'll get into that later. But they get stuffed three times. And then Josh Allen one hops a wide open touchdown pass. And then the Bills get super fortunate. They're down four. And we see that crazy punt in the end zone. I don't know if anyone had a better day uh, on Sunday than Mark Sanchez after that, especially uh, maybe Dan Orlasi later in the game. But I don't know what that was, that butt punt for a safety. It's a two-point game. So Buffalo, with a guy that could be the MVP of the league, a guy a lot of people are saying is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, 133 left. The Bills are down two, and he can't even get them into field goal range after they've been dominating on offense the whole game. And the Bills, one thing I've noticed about them, when they win, they blow their opponents out. It's never close. But when they're in close games, they don't win. They're 0-8 in their last eight one possession games and all of their wins the last two years, as good as they've been, have just come when they're blowing teams out. And I think this team just has to learn how to win a close game late because as good as Josh Allen is, he can't be 100% of your offense. He threw 63 passes. He gets sacked four times and then he runs the ball eight times. That's 75 plays for Buffalo that Josh Allen either threw or ran the ball, which is too much. You're going to get him killed. That's not sustainable. And This team doesn't have a running game like Devin Singletary, nine carries for 13 yards. Zach Moss had one big run, but that was about it. And I'm just worried that Josh Allen is either going to get super banged up or that this team, like they need to learn how to win close games because when you're in the playoffs and when you face adversity, that's where champions are made. That's where uh, the money's made. And that's my thing with Buffalo. The one reason why I wasn't trusting them to just uh, roll through the regular season and just beat up on the AFC and come out of the Super Bowl was because I haven't seen it. They need to show me they're capable of winning 
uh, big close games on a consistent basis. And as I'll talk about Miami in a bit, though, they deserve credit, but I just don't think there was a reason why Buffalo should have lost this game, except it was close. And that's all they do. They lose close games. I mean, one last thing, uh, it has to be in the back of their head, right? Up three in the AFC uh, divisional game last year, 13 seconds, and they can't win that game. Like, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much said basically what I was going to respond to uh, with you passing me the mic. I said it to myself actually on Saturday. You know, um, it may not have been Saturday. It may have been Sunday after the game. And I was saying to myself, you know, I haven't really remembered or recalled a time where recently the Bills won a close game. I said it to myself. I'm like, yo, every time they win, they blowing somebody out. They looking dominant. But when the game is tight, I just can't remember. And I'm glad you brought out that stat because I thought I, ver- I was overreacting. I'm like, maybe I just forgot, you know, you know, but 0-8 in close games. Yeah, that's something they have to fix. And they have to be more composed and willing to, um, you know, dug it out in those close games and just finish the game. You know, I think in this game, you know, yeah, I understand the weather and guys was dropping. But Miami, yeah, I know they're more accustomed to the heat, but they play, they put it all out there. They was willing to, to die for it for a, a middle of the pack week three game. They was willing to die for it. Yeah. So uh, I'll hit on Miami for a second to close this out and I'll give my uh, take on the question S. I've been a little skeptical of Tua. And in this game, he showed toughness. I thought he played well, but wasn't overwhelmingly great. Uh, But as you said, the most impressive thing about Miami for me in this game was their defense. We already know on the offensive side of the ball with a new head coach in Mike McDaniel with the weapons they have, they should be pretty good. But it seemed like the Bills just had the ball the whole game and the Dolphins defense uh, bent, but they didn't break. The Bills, we know they've been going up and down the field on everyone, but Miami was able to force some clutch turnovers. They had a goal line stand and their defense almost has to make me reevaluate them for a second in terms of uh, being a contender in the AFC. Because if Tua could just be average with a good coach and McDaniel, solid, a really good skill position players, and their defense is just good, and we saw the last uh, few years under Brian Flores, like their defense was the strength of their team, they're cooking with something, and they could be a legitimate threat in the AFC. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC right now. They do have the best record, though, so that deserves some props. Uh, I still would pick the Bills to win the division, but the gap is uh, shrinking severely quickly. And this t- two, these two teams will play again in Buffalo. I give the Dolphins credit also because they have not been able to beat Buffalo at all. That Buffalo has been uh, their kryptonite. You remember last year, Tua actually got hurt uh, in the game against Buffalo. And uh, I, I don't even know how he came back into that game. I know that's a little controversy going on with the NFL right now. Uh, the Dolphins say it was like a back injury, that uh, they, uh, but it was clearly a concussion. I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully he's able to play Thursday night against the Bengals, but uh, we'll see. And I'm impressed that the Dolphins found a way to win in that game script. The fact that it wasn't 38-35, the fact that it just wasn't Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell just burning the uh, depleted Bill secondary. You know, Waddell had the one big play, but that was really it. Tyree Kill didn't really do anything in this game, and Miami still won, which is really impressive. And the reason why... I have to give the Dolphins a lot of credit and reevaluate them 
is because I still don't think they've played their best football yet. Like that game against the Ravens, they were getting blown out after the first three quarters. And then Tua comes in in the fourth quarter and just says, we're not losing. And then in this game, their defense, uh, Buffalo went right up and down the field and still their defense makes some timely timely turnovers. Tua was fine. He wasn't great, but he did enough uh, for them to win. And this Dolphin team really since the back end of last year, they've been one of the better teams in the NFL. They have a lot of talent. And uh, this game Thursday night against the Bengals, I'm excited for it because if they could somehow win that game after these two huge wins the last two weeks, they're definitely uh, the real deal. And uh, I think they're a playoff team. And uh, you definitely have to be impressed with their start, no doubt. Yeah, just a couple of things. I think when you said that Tyreek Hill really didn't do much in this game, I think from joint attention, I think he did all he needed to do. Probably not stats-wise and big plays. Maybe that's what you meant. But um, just join the defense on one side and you have it to account for him and where he's at allowed that big play to Waddle because I watched that play a couple of times. That was all Tyreek Hill allowing that open space for Waddle to make that one big play. I think that's what we're going to see a lot of when it comes to Tyreek Hill is just basically drawing the attention with a, a occasional big play something like what happened with Kansas City at various times where Tyreek Hill was not a factor in some of the games that they played as far as scoring or having stat numbers but we all know he definitely affects the game every time he's out there on the football field I also would say this to close um, because we had it for time I would say this we can't ignore the contributions that was made by Brian Flores you know with this team getting them to um play good in establishing a culture, but I think it was needed for Mike McDaniels to come here, take the baton and just take things to a whole nother level schematically to just put them in a great position. You know, I'm not sure if Brian Flores with all due respect and just congratulating everything he done for the franchise. I'm not sure. And I doubt that they will be this good with him still at coach because of this primary reason. What if last week, against the Ravens. They down 28 to 7. I'm pretty sure I could bank money that Tua is out of that game. Okay, and Teddy Bridgewater is in that game. And we will not know how good Tua is or what he is capable of, right? And he wouldn't even know what he's capable of because his confidence is shot. Okay, so I think that alone Mike McDaniel's have confidence in Tua. And I'm not even sure if it's confidence in Tua, but he has confidence enough in his own play calling to put Tua in a position where he could be comfortable. Yeah. And Brian Flores was not a Tua guy. That's on the record. We've known that for a while now. We don't even know if Brian Flores wanted to draft him going back uh, to that 2020 draft. And you could see the team's energy and the vibe around Miami. It's much different uh, with McDaniel compared to Flores. Things uh, just look much po- much more positive, positive vibes uh, out there in Miami. So uh, I'm excited for this, uh, this Thursday night game. Should be good. And we'll see what happened with Tua and that whole concussion, back injury. The Dolphins been breaking rules, clearly. Stephen Ross and everything going on. So I'm not, it won't be out of the ballpark that they broke these rules today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after the break. Keep it locked.